Okay, Chabra, we are on the top Aleph Amud Bet at the very top. Uh, we were just talking about the issue of how we identify dever, how we identify plague by a certain number of deaths, a certain amount of time. So Gemara says as follows in the second line, Durukarat, ir so this place, Durukarat, was a city that had 500 foot soldiers. Again, we had that sort of, that was like the, uh, the standard number we had. And they had three deaths in one day. Three deaths in one day. Gaza Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista Tanita. So Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista declared a fast. So um, now that's a little bit against what we saw. We saw three deaths in three days. I think we saw, right? But not one day, not four days, right? But he did. In one day, he did it. So Amar Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, come on. So Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, right? Not the same person. Said, "Who's that in accordance with?" Kerabi Meir. This must be like Rabbi Meir. Which Rabbi Meir? The Amar Richik Nigi Chotav Chayav Kirev Nigi Chotav Lokol Shagin. Now, literally, what that means, and I'll explain in a second, means if it distance, it's goring, it's liable. If it made its goring closer, all the more so. Meaning, the principle is like this. In Masechah Bavakama, we talk about uh, a short oxen that can gore people. The assumptions that oxen are what's called a short tom, we'll call that tame, and they're not expected to gore people, if it do, or, or object, or other animals. If it does that, you're obligated to pay half damages. Okay? Half damages. But if it happens three times, right, and it's testified about whatever, so it can get the status of a short mu'ad, now it's expected to do that, and therefore when it does that, you'll be, you'll be liable to pay full damages. That's short mu'ad. The principle generally is similar to what we're seeing here in a certain sense, right? It's not really the same area of halakha, right? Plague and, you know, unbehavior of, of, of oxen. But in terms of regularity, it is sort of a similar halakha. And normally it takes three gorings to say three consecutive days. There's some pattern that you can notice. But three in one day, you might just say, you know what? The ox is having a bad day. Woke up cranky and just goring everybody today. But Rabbi Meir says, no. If you're going to say it's a short mu'ad, when it distances over a period of time, it's goring. All the more so if it gores a lot in one short period of time. So do here. If you're going to call it dever, when there's a few deaths over the, or the, over the course of several days, all the more so when you have several deaths in one day, of course, it's gonna, of course that's a plague. I mean, that's, the, that's an interesting uh, connection between these two areas, and that's the opinion of Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista, as explained by Rav Nachman Bar Yisak. Okay, now, Amalei Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista to Rav Nachman Bar Yisak. So he gets up, these two people now are talking, right? Leikumar Leite Legaban. So Rav Nachman Bar Yisak said, uh, sorry, Rav Nachman Bar Rav Chista said to Rav Nachman Bar Yisak, wow, you, this man, the master, I mean, you should get up and come to us. I, mean, I, I love that explanation. Great job. Like, you're, you're really wise. You should come, you know, hang, be with us, live with us. Amarlei, he said back to him, well, Tanina, it was taught, Rabbi Yossi Amir, He says, well, I'm not so sure that's true, because Rabbi Yossi says, it's not that a person's place honors him, a person honors the place. Okay, meaning like, I'm not so sure when I come to you, right, like, if you think I'm so great, maybe you guys should come to me. <laughs> that's the implication. That's what you find by Harsinai. As long as the divine presence was, was on Harsinai, the Torah tells us uh, sheep and cattle cannot graze opposite the mountain, meaning the mountain gets a, a level of kedusha because of the presence of God. But But once the shechina left, amratara When you blow the, the the horn, then they may come up onto the mountain, meaning that the level of kedusha 
goes down. I mean, Har Sinai per se is not holy. It's just that when Hashem's presence was there, it was holy. And so, uh, the same idea. We find the same thing by the Olmoed, the Mishkan. That was in the desert. Whenever it was erected, the Torah says, Okay, the Torah says, send away from the camp anybody who has Sara'at. Leprosy, it's not really leprosy, but let's call it a Okay? The idea is that like the Machana has Kedusha, the camp has Kedusha, as long as the, the Mishkan is standing. But who glalua parocha, when they rolled up the parocha, I mean, they took down, um, um, took down the Mishkan for travel, who truzabin v'amitzorin likaneisham. Then all the people with, who are zav or mitzora, they were all allowed to go into the area. And the area itself doesn't have a particular level of Kedusha, it's just because of the Mishkan. Okay, so that's Rav Nachman bar uh, Yitzchak response. So Amr Leis, he says that to him, Iyachi, that's the case, Nekum Analagamimar. So I'll get up and come to you, because I want to be in your presence. You're, you're, you've demonstrated tremendous so wisdom. Amr Leis, Mutub Yavo Maneh Ben Paras, it's a Maneh Ben Maneh, by Yavo Maneh Ben Maneh, it's a Maneh Ben Paras. She says, yeah, well, even so, I better I go to you, why? And he gives the analogy. Uh, a Maneh Ben Paras, a Maneh is a, is a hundred uh, Zuz, a Paras is fifty Zuz. So he says, I'm, you know, so a money, something that's worth 100, that's the son of 50, should go to the 100, the son of 100, and not the reverse. Meaning that you are, Rav Nachabai, you're the son, you're a, a great rabbi, the son of another great rabbi. I'm a great rabbi, the son of a simple person. And therefore, it makes sense that I should come to you because that, there's more, you have more like honor in a certain sense in that way. Okay, fine. Um, okay, the Gemara says as follows: Besura hava dibrita. Okay, in Sura, the city of Sura, there was dever. There was a plague. Bishivavute de Rabin in the neighborhood of Rab, lo hava dibrita. There was no plague. So what's going on there? Savru minayim bishum zechute de Rab dinafish. They figured it was because of Rab's great zechuyot, his great merits. That's why he didn't have plague in his town. It's chazidu b'chayuma, but it was they was seen to them in a dream. The people kind of assumed that that's what was going on. They had a dream, and I don't know exactly what this means. Like many people had the same dream, or someone important had the dream. But what did they see? Rab the nefisha zechute tuva ha mil rab. It's true. Rab has many zechuyot, many merits. This matter is like small for him. Okay. And, and by the way, in modern Hebrew, it's very it's very similar. In modern Hebrew, you have a, a phrase called katana lav. I mean, it's like too small for you. It's not like becoming. It's not something you need to do. So here also, it's like too small for him. Ella, rather, what's the reason that in Rav's neighbor there was no plague? Mishuma hugavra deshayil mara uzavila lekavura. Oh, it's for as a certain man who would lend uh, his uh, shovel and his hoe for kavura to enable people to be buried. Okay, so there, I mean, there's a more simple person who did a simple act of chesed. That's the reason there was no dever. It wasn't because of Rav. Similar story. Bidurokarat, this uh, then second time we had the same city, right? The same city as before. Hava de Delekta, there was a fire. There were no fires in Ravuna's neighborhood. Now, it sounds like it's not just one fire. It sounds like maybe it was like, I don't know, like uh, we've got forest fires or something like that, but I'm not sure exactly. Either way, Ravuna didn't have that. Again, the similar thing. They thought it was because Ravuna's great merits. Same story, basically, right? They had a dream that said, This is too small for Ravuna. It's for a certain woman. That she would heat up her oven and lend its use to her neighbors. Meaning that's co- it's costly, right? To heat up your oven, co- you have to have fuel, and uh, you know not everyone could afford that. So she used to do that as a big chesed for other people, and then that, and that merit uh, it was done. It's beautiful two two in a row, right? Beautiful ideas of like small, what, seemingly small chesed can really uh, have a great effect. 
Amalei to Rabbi Yehuda, they said to uh, Rabbi Yehuda, Atu Kamsei. Uh, the Kamsei are coming. I think that means the uh, locusts are coming. Gazar Ta'anita. So we declare the fast. Amalei, lo Kamasei. They said, ah, you know, but the, the locusts aren't really eating the crops. They're not causing us a loss. Masada means there's no loss here. They're not losing anything. Amalei, we said back to them, Zavta Aitu Bahadayu. Uh, what? Did they bring uh, food with them? It's like a little joke. But it means like, what? The locusts, they're going to have to eat something. If they didn't eat the crops until now, they're going to eat the crops soon. So, like, uh, they're going to keep the fast going. Anyhow. Uh, they said to Rabbi There's like death among the pigs. I guess it's some type of like disease for pigs. Gazar ta'anita, he declared the fast. So the Gemara says, Name a kasavar Rabbi Yehuda, maka mishulachat mimin echad. Uh, so let's suggest there be the things that when a like a plague or like a type of uh, uh, disease that spreads among one species, it can then spread to all species. Maybe that's why he's worried about pigs. It's not isolated to pigs; it can go all over. Kumar says, "Lo, no." Something very interesting. He says, "Shani chazire did damyan me'ayhu lebnei inche." Says uh, pigs are different because their in- their insides are similar to humans. Which we, I don't know, it's interesting, right? We know that like fetal pigs are like very similar to human beings in their development. So there's something about, I don't know, pigs and humans are similar. That's why they were worried about the particular disease that would affect humans as well. Okay, moving along, but that's an interesting point. Amr le'lishmuel. They said to Shmuel, Ika motna be'chozai. There's death in a place called be'chozai. Like a plague there or whatever. So again, gazar ta'anita, he declared the fast. Amr they said to him, v'hamerachak, but it's far away. I always feel like there's like nudniks, you know, like, they, they tell him what's going on, he responds to what they said, and then they're like, why'd you do that? Well, then why'd you say something? You know, anyhow, never mind. Anyhow, so it's far away. So Amr says, no, Lake Amabra. Uh, there's no, uh, Lake Amabra hacha de like, there's no, like, uh, um, like, uh, river or something that can interrupt, that's like, stop the plague from spreading. I mean, we have a direct connection to that place, it, will, it can very easily spread here. There's death in Eretz Israel, they said. Gazar Ta'anita. He said he declared a fast, even though they're in Babel. If the, if, the, if the lady, meaning like the, 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 the woman of the house, is being stricken, the maidservant all the more so. Meaning like we're like secondary to Eretz Israel. If they're suffering, well, we've we got to be next because that's like higher, they're at a higher level than we are. Um, Tom, the Gemara says, Tama de Gvira Veshivcha. The whole reason that works, though, because of Gvira Veshivcha, that analogy between, you know, who is like the woman in charge and the maidservant. Hashivcha Veshivcha lo. Uh, that seems to imply that if it was two maidservants, it wouldn't be the same thing. But the Gemara says, But Amr le Shmuel, Ikamotna Bechozai, Gazar Ta'anita. But Shmuel said, when they told Shmuel that there was um, death in Bechozai, he also declared a fast day. So what's going on? Gemara says, No. Shani Hatam came with Ika Shayarta de Levai, Va'atya Bahadeh. Okay, it's different there because there are um, caravans that will go along and come from one place to the other. So again, when there's a link between two places, it's not like a spiritual thing that like, you know, two places in Bavel are necessarily linked. It's a physical thing. <laughs> there are going to be people, it's like, you know, when uh, COVID broke out and trying to track everyone, like who was on which airplane in which place, right, to be able to track like the spread of the disease. They understood that disease spreads like that. So that was part of the issue. Okay, now the Gemara continues uh, as follows. Abba Umna... Okay, there's a person named Abba Umna. Abba is his name. Umna is, he was, literally, Umna means a, like a, a professional. It means that he was a bloodletter. Okay, so he's a, he did bloodletting, which they thought was a very important uh, form of uh, health, you know, treatment. Hava Atile Shalma Mimitivta Derekia Koyoma. He used to get, like, greetings from the Yeshiva Shalmala, like the Yeshiva up in heaven, every day. 
Okay? I'm not sure exactly how that manifested itself, but that's what he had. Abaye komalish yomadishabta. Abaye would also get these types of uh, messages, but he got it every Friday. The Rava komali yomadikipure. Rava, it was every Erev Dom Kippur. Okay, so you see that obviously you have to be in a very high level to get this type of interaction. But Rabbi had it very, very limited once a year. Abayu once a week, and this guy, Abba Umna, we don't even know who this guy is, the blood letter, he goes every day. What's going on here? So Abayu was sort of feeling despondent because of Abba Umna. So it's a good example of how, like, you know, you have something really awesome, you know, they're communicating with you, whatever, like, you know, every, every week. But because there's someone over there who gets it more frequently, you feel despondent about it. So Amrle. I said to him, I guess it means like he got a message, you can't do what he does. Okay, you're not able to like accomplish what he accomplishes. What did he do? Like, what, was his, what were his great actions that made him so uh, meritorious? That he would do the, the thing, he would do the, uh, the bloodletting. First thing he would do is he would separate the, women, the men to, to one place and the women to the other place. He didn't mix them. Okay, so it's a mortznius. And he also had this garment that he would put people on. They had like a slit in the garment that was exactly where he had to do the bloodletting. And therefore, when a woman would come to him, it was a woman, when she would come, he would dress her in this garment. So he didn't have to look at her, meaning, not like, you know, not, not to be rude, but meaning like, otherwise she'd have to undress and it, would be, it wouldn't be modest. So this way she could be completely covered and only have us at a particular spot where he had to do the bloodletting from, he had access to that spot. So that's also a very um, meritorious thing. He had also a place that was very um, modest. That would he put, um, where people could put their coins. Okay? So therefore, meaning that when he was collecting the, the payment, it wasn't like a direct payment to him. He had like this box in a modest place, in a hidden place, and when people would leave, they would go to the place and they put in the money. So if they could afford it, it says, they'd put the money in. If they couldn't afford it, at least they wouldn't be embarrassed. Because no one would walk out paying, everyone walked out without paying, and then some people would pay and some people wouldn't pay. Okay? Um, when uh, when one of the like uh, Torah scholars would try to pay him agra means like sachar try to pay him like his fees lo shakil he wouldn't take the fees from the Torah scholar ubata dekai yayev lepshite and after um, he came he would uh, he'd give them the the uh, shite one second. So I think what happened was, I just want to make sure once I can be translated properly. Um, I think they said this like this, one second. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So after, right, so after he, right, so after he, um, after the person left, he would, or he would give him pshite, pshite is coins, and he would say to the Torah scholar, go heal yourself, I meaning go eat like some healthy food that you need. So meaning like he was not only giving the, the Torah scholars uh, the treatment for free, he would also, he would even like, pay them basically, like give them some money to help them out, but it like, goes under the excuse, under the guise of like, well, after the bloodletting, you need to like eat some healthy food, so, you know, go, uh, go take the money. 
So at one time, Abaye sent a pair of uh, Rabbanan to go check him out, go see like uh, what's going on uh, with this, uh, this Abba uh, Uvda. So he says, Utvinu ve'achlinu ve'ashkinu. So he sat him down, he fed him, he gave him to drink. Umachlehu bistarke, and he put out. Uh, um, mats for them, Belelia, at, at night, so they could sleep on. They could sleep on these mats. Okay? The next day, let's suffer in the morning, Karchinu Vishaklinu, uh, So the next day, they rolled up the mats, they took the mats, and they went out to the market. Okay? Now, this is, I guess, I, I, I'm not sure. It seems like it's like for me to test him or something to see how he'll respond. So we'll read a couple, we'll a couple more lines and I'll be into that. And they found him in the market. They said to, them, to him, Hey, uh, sir, sir, can you uh, assess how much these mats are worth? As if like he doesn't know that like those are his mats and, they're trying, and then they're going to try to sell them? So, uh, He says, it's like This and this, whatever, it's, it's worth this amount. So, um, so Amrlo Amrlei Vadilma Shavutve, they said to him, maybe it's worth more. Amrlo, Bahaki Shaklindu, he says, No, that's the amount that I paid for them. So now like the jig is up, like he's acknowledging that, he, that they were his mats, that he paid for them. But you know. Anyway, oh maybe we'll just finish the story. So Amrlay, uh, at least a uh, part of it. So they said to him, Didach Niu, Vishaklinu Minach, they're like, it's yours, and we took them from you. So so uh so, uh, anyway, okay, so well, maybe we'll end on that cliffhanger. So they, they realize, like, they know that he, he, they realize that, like, sort of, that he knows that they know, but the question is, like, what's going on here? That, and this is the test that Bai is doing to see, like, what's the deal with this guy? He seems to be so righteous, and so far, so far, so good. So we'll see the conclusion of the story, Bidrat Hashem, tomorrow.